this an Ace Attorney fancast. I'm almost Christmas. I'm Christmas. Stephanie Michelle. That's us. Surprise. We're here. And it's... secret guest Skeletor. He's a cat. He's very quiet. <laughs> um, uh, happy December, everybody. We did it. We made it through another year. Yeah. In that year has left us more thirsty than any other year before. So parched. Yeah. It's been a it's been a very droughtful year of drought. But hey, twenty twenty is gonna be Ace Attorney's decade. <laughs> the twenty twenties are when Ace Attorney's really gonna be successful as a franchise. <laughs> I'm calling it now. Right, just take off. It's gonna revamp. It's gonna redo. They're gonna stop porting the OG trilogy because they're gonna be like, you know what? Not as good as this new stuff. Oh yeah. Cause you know what? Right now we don't have news. No, no, there's no news. So we will try to feed your hungry, hungry soul in this cold holiday season by talking about our homework. Yeah, our homework was who's the most sympathetic Ace Attorney villain. So do you have one? I don't have one. So <laughs> I I have one um, and you'll probably end up being on board with it, which is the first Steel Samurai case. Oh, D. Vasquez? D. Vasquez. When I thought, when I did think about it, I, I, she was one of the first people that came to my mind, uh, because she's like our only murderer, who, who it was self defense. Yeah, I mean she's pretty straightforward. Like we get, I even was like, we will probably end up de- disqualifying Vasquez because it was self defense. Like yeah. she's not, she is a villain from the standpoint of she's on the other side from us. Yeah. But if that if that's our only de- defining thing, then like. Edgeworth is the other side. Yeah. All the prosecutors are the other side. People are going to think that the prosecutors are more sympathetic. Yeah. And as I don't... villains, not murderers, right? Yeah. So, but I, I honestly, like, I was racking my brain a little bit in the, in the hours before this <laughs> podcast. And uh, it's that, like, I can only come up with DeVasquez, really. Yeah, she's really top candidate. I've always loved DeVasquez. I just like her demeanor. I like her manner. She is hiding things from you, and she is trying to, you know, like, not let you find out she murdered someone, but... Yeah. I was glad to to learn her murder was because she was protecting herself, which is, like, good on you, Japan, because so far all the women in this game get murdered, so, like, it's refreshing. Yeah. <laughs> that, like, that she's a woman, she doesn't get murdered, she does murder someone, but it wasn't for evil reasons. Yeah, it wasn't evil. Yeah, which I think is, like... Just general commentary of, like, yeah, like, people do bad at women in games because, like, I think in the new Mulan movie, instead of having Shang Yu, one of the baddest bad villains of the of all of Disney, they're replacing it with a female witch. Which is with a witch. Well, I just saw the trailer for that at Star Wars. I don't want to talk about it. And uh, she, they, there's both of them. Oh. Shang Yu is one of them. And then there's also a witch. And basically, it seems like from the trailer that the witch finds out that Mulan is a lady before everyone else so the witch can be like if they ever find out the truth about you you will be you know shunned or whatever so like did we need a villain to figure out the truth about mulan no no actually the ending is hinges upon them not knowing that a woman is a soldier in the chinese army yeah but you know we'll see how it goes i am worried yes Uh, many people are worried but you know so i that's it. I, I didn't even think about it. I was like, oh, Vasquez is probably it. And then I, like, stopped thinking about it. But I didn't think about maybe disqualifying her because it's 
Because she's self-defense. not really a villain. Yeah. Like, right. I mean, she's, like, not a good person, no. I'll say. Like, her, her she's not, um, her priorities are not being good and kind to everyone. Like, her priorities are her sh- studio. But, you know, I get it. Yeah. I get it. If I had to work with Salmonella, I'd have feelings like that, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, Maddie also had a list in her homework of the characters she felt bad for, and DeVasquez is number one. Oh. Her, and we, something we forgot is her husband was killed. When was that? Before we met her, right? Before we met okay. her. Which is, and she kills in self-defense, even if she was connected to the mob. Like, so, like, yeah, she's just in a bad spot. But let's take a look at that, though. It's like, DeVasquez is connected to the mob, and she kills in self-defense, and she lost her husband and stuff. And the other examples of people connected to the mob we have are... Uh, Furio Tigre. Furio Tigre and... and uh, what's Cader- her? Viola Cadverini. Yeah. And, like, Viola, I feel really bad for. Yeah. Um, especially in the anime. <laughs> yeah, like, more so in the anime. But, like, Viola's kind of creepy and bad, but mostly Viola was lied to her whole life. Yeah. And used by, by being in the mob. So, like, I probably feel more bad for Viola. But Viola's also not a villain, I don't no, think, No, I us. think she's she's falls in the category of um, Vera, of the, the young poor girl. Yeah, who is caught up in this. Uh, I will categorize those, gar- those guys those as poor, unfortunate souls. Like, yeah. They fall in this, like, Ursula would take advantage of them <laughs> category. Right. And also, she's, she's there for us to suspect her. Yes. Not... To be it, which is fine. But um, other people we have met who are connected to the mob are all kind of unfortunate. Waki Kitaki is one, but that's a kid who needs an ass kicking. <laughs> uh, and he gets one. <laughs> and he sure got an ass kicking, so. Sure fucking did. And very, you know, very necessary, honestly. Yeah, and now he's probably going to be a way better person. So. I fucking hope so. That's a cameo I would I would enjoy as well, because they can go any which way with Waki. They yeah. can go better or worse. Yeah, honestly. And I'd still be glad to see him. And then I'd stop being glad to see him when he starts lying to me and I can't get tested. I would be glad to see him, but then I'd be like, where are your parents? <laughs> because yeah. the, the Kitakis were way cooler than their son. Yeah, it's true. Uh, let's see. The next person Maddie feels bad for is Yanni Yogi, which is fair. His entire life was ruined by Hammond and Manfred, and now he has to go to prison because Manfred manipulated him. I feel bad for, as we discussed last week, movie Yanni Yogi. Yeah. But game Yanni Yogi, uh, I don't feel that bad for because he had the option of not doing that like yes. you know you get a letter from a dude who ruined your life and then you do it <laughs> like and then yeah. you listen to what he said uh you should have maybe not killed a guy yeah i i he is sympathetic like as in on the villain scale like he's not completely devoid of sympathy but i don't know if i he's not being punished for he wasn't, you know, he wasn't that manipulated. He was only minorly manipulated. At that point. Yeah, like, that when point. he was younger, yeah, totally manipulated. But at the point when he gets a letter that says, why don't you kill Richard Hammond, uh, he's, he could go on living in his shack not doing that. Yep. Um, you know, and I feel like he definitely had a lot of things he had to work through, and he didn't. And so, it, he is unfortunate I think I'm, I'm with Maddie here. I feel bad for him, but I don't feel very sympathetic towards yeah, him. I think that's probably fair. Yeah. Uh, the next person on her list here is um, uh, Mimi Mimi, because she got into the car accident, lost her sister, and got accused of being a horrible nurse, even if she kind of was. 
Like that is traumatizing. To to imagine being like a early, you know, right out of right out of school nurse working like I think she was like overworked, like she was tired. I think so. Yeah, that's why she crashed. And like fucked up a bunch of people in the hospital cuz she was like overworked and tired and then like crashed. And that's that's a lot of shit. That's yeah. a lot of shit. And, you know, a non-healthy reaction to that, though, is stealing your sister's face. Yeah, no, that's... Uh, <laughs> that's not cool. That's a that's a bad one. That's a... I, I feel, once again, like, I feel bad for her, but I would not... I The logic was not there for yeah. me. But I do want to take a second and say, like, hey, Ace Attorney, thanks for not making them twins. Yeah. Since all the other times it's twins, <laughs> it's secret twins, and that one was like, they're not secret twins, we just made her have surgery to make her face look like that. Yeah, which I was like, I can get... Behind that ace attorney. Like, but then you did twins later. And yeah. they were magician tricks. Magician twins and the Hawthorne twins. We did yes. twins later a lot. Yeah. Twins is an easy one. Twins is easy. Uh, Sorry, twins out there. Don't murder anyone. Yeah. For the sake of your twin. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, yeah. Tigray, if you're a Tigray because he was in debt and probably going to get... I was probably going to get murdered by the Cavardinis. Um, I don't I'm, feel. Like, I'm in debt. <laughs> I don't feel bad for for Furio at all. I don't know. Nothing in me feels bad for that fuck. No, certainly not enough to kill. Like he killed Glenn Elg so he could get a program to manipulate um, lottery winnings. Like while that is maybe a good way to go about it, like you killed a program. Like you didn't kill like a guy with money or like. Uh, you know, you didn't kill your cohort in a bank robbery. You killed, like, a, a programmer. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what the program was supposed to do, actually. Because it was that he won the lottery, which is why he didn't want to sell the program. Right. I don't remember what the program was for, either. Um, details of that case are fairly hazy, because there's a lot of character in that case. You meet a lot of colorful people. Mm-hmm. And those kind of stick out more. Um she feels kind of bad for Godot, but she actually just doesn't like Godot. A lot of people don't like Godot, and I listen, I get it. I feel pretty bad for Godot, though. Yeah, that was my other, like, thought, was, like, I I feel very sympathetic to Godot because we've, you know, we've talked to death about it. But then there's always the part of me that's, like, what if everything with him and Mia was one-sided, though? Yeah, well, that's the thing, is, like, the there's that question, which comes up for you a lot in this series, yeah. is, like, what if Mia wasn't actually very into him? Um, does it still make it real sad? Like, fucked up and sad, though, is, like, he went yeah. got poisoned and went into a coma, and then everyone he cared about was dead, except Grosberg. <laughs> like... <laughs> That's kind of a real, that's kind of a hard one. Yeah. His reaction is untenable. His, the way he deals with that information is absolutely off the chain, which is where the, a lot of sympathy goes missing. Yeah. But it's, it's, I can't imagine, you know, blacking out right now and waking up in 10 years. It's like so hard to think about. Yeah. Um. Maybe we'll circle back around to Godot, because I I feel like, personally, he's got, like, one of my top picks for sympathetic, but but I can be swayed, I guess. Um, now, this is strange, and Maddie, I'm going to need a follow-up email about this. Darren Crescent, but she's got a headcanon that I'm dying to know more about, that he wasn't smuggling for money, and that he was smuggling to help cure the terminal illness. Wasn't it poison? Wasn't it straight up poison? 
It wasn't like drugs. It was like poison. Well, like he that's how he killed the person, but he was also smuggling money. Well, he was smuggling um these weird beetle carcasses. Oh yeah. He was he was smuggling like ex- like ingredients to make poison, I thought. I thought <laughs> oh, that's what it was. I thought they were just worth a lot of money. Well, that's why he was doing it. He wasn't making poison. I thought it was like he was selling it to shady people. But maybe it was an ingredient in a cure, some sort of cure. Some sort of cure? There's just no evidence that Darren Crescent had that kindness in him. (laughs) Except maybe, like, the way Gavin perceived him. Also because he was a rock star and he had, like, lots of money and stuff. So why did you need to smuggle? If it was for medical purposes. Yeah. And it was like, there's an ingredient that can cure something in this country, but it is banned from this country. But you're a rock star and you have a lot of influence and you could use the media and the government to, like, authorize that. There are better ways. Yeah, there's way better ways. I think that he could have done a rock the vote situation and for the disease. Get all of the bands to help. You know, like, have a huge... Charity concert. I don't know. I think that... I don't know. But uh, my also... My memory is hazy about this thing he was smuggling. So maybe it is... If it is if it is an ingredient to a, cure an illness that is helpful to your headcanon, but if it was what I remember, which was just an ingredient in a poison, then it's not helpful. Yeah, let's see if I can court records this. What do you think, Skelly? He was also a detective. I forgot this. They were all like in law in the, enforcement, enforcement right? yeah. You're you're not doing good detective work if you're <laughs> if you're breaking the law. Breaking the, the law. He and Clavier don't work always together directly on cases, but they get along well. That is until Darren needed money. Through his connections as a detective, he got in contact with Machi, and they advised a plan to smuggle the Borganian uh, cocoon of its home country. It was a big risk of the the attorney general himself, uh, Darren's intended client, he figured he would be in the clear. Oh, so they were smuggling it for the attorney general? Yeah. Apparently. Um, let me... Let me look at the history wiki instead. The Borganian cocoon is an item native to Borgania. These cocoons are a source of very powerful medicine known to cure the disease incuritis. Oh, that's right. <laughs> However, if the extraction process is even slightly altered, it instead produces a very potent toxin. Aha. Well, let's click on incuritis for a second. A disease that is ultimately fatal to those afflicted, because it's incuritis. It has no cure or treatment save for a single substance which can be extracted from a Borganian cocoon. And the Chief Justice's son was inflicted with incuritis, the first known case in the United States. Uh, Darren (laughs) Crescent attempts to smuggle the only known cure. So... If you're the Chief Justice of the United States, yeah, you can't get this? You can't fly your son to Borgania? To get medical treatment? Or, like, try to change the law in your country? Or change the law? Or, like, talk to your senators and stuff? Make deals and whatever? I think there is a better way to go about it. Yeah. Than having your rock star buddy uh, bring one back for you. Also, because of this extraction process, did he have a scientist in the United States who could... In Japanifornia, who is capable of extracting this cure? Not, not clear. Not clear. Like, and there was, like, what, like, I just never found anything in Darren's personality. But from your description, though, it's that Darren wants money. He's not doing it because he cares about the kid or the disease or his boss. Yeah, it says on court records, it's because he needs money. Because he needed money. 
Uh, I, I sympathize with needing money. I sympathize with needing money, but I you don't see me going to Borgania. <laughs> Can't catch me there. Uh, let's see. Next on the list was uh, she kind of feels bad for um, Believe because her husband killed himself and she's kind of a badass. The pregnant lady, Believe? I believe that's. I'm going to double check that. I believe that's. <laughs> I, I believe that's her. I think that is who it is. And yeah, I feel bad for her. It's not her fault that she's in this. She's another who kills in yeah. self defense. Yeah. It's not that she's not in this predicament like. Like, I do feel bad for her. I wouldn't call her a villain, though. No, no. She's a murderer, but I don't think she's a villain. Because she kills in self-defense. Actually, her whole thing I feel bad about, except I don't like that she kisses her husband's picture as frequently as she does. (laughs) I thought she was playing that up, because we... She was, but she also was doing it. Yeah, she was. But I I really felt like that was a... um, Some fake shit to, like, make us believe her sadness. I think she believed... she was legitimately sad about her husband being dead. Yeah, and she thinks she loved him, but I think she probably, in her normal everyday life, like when Maya was living there, she probably didn't kiss pictures of her husband. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, she only did that after his his, his demise. Um, yeah, no, I feel bad for her. Yeah. I don't. I do feel legitimately bad. But I don't. I don't think she uh, hits villain status. Uh, let's see, at some point, I'd like to make defense of the right of turnabout. It's not good. It's not as bad as y'all say. I think that's probably this, that case. So if you want to do a defense of that case with the pregnant lady, please send it to us. I, we, you know. Uh, I like being told I'm wrong. I like being told I'm podcast. wrong for this podcast. <laughs> a hindsight is, our hindsight is is clouded by the SOJ problem. Yeah. Uh, you know. Uh, Just a lot of them. I don't know if when we were, we would have to, I'll go back and listen to the episode we did about that case. Like maybe we were shitting on it a lot. Um, at the well, time. I we had a lot of um, upsetting issues, i.e., Maya channeling a man and her her shirt being, being naked. Open. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, we, I still have a lot of problems with that case, but yeah, it's probably better than I uh, remember. But also, Dash is introduced in that case. It's the the Larry of the Larry. Okay, the, isn't that Dax. his name? Dax. Dax is introduced in that case. Um, and Dax. He's not full Larry, but the first time I met him, I was like, you're the fucking Larry. He's the fucking Larry of this case. Um, Dats. Not Dats are D-A-T-Z. Dats. So, uh, it, it is worth revisiting. Please send us your tr- your treatise about defending it. And please uh, give me more info on Darren Crescent and his smuggling, because I am not convinced. But can be. Okay, so let's see if we missed anybody else who was a potential candidate. Thank you, Maddie, for doing the Lord's work. Yeah, thank you, Maddie, for this question speaking to you. This question did not speak to many other people, which is fine. You know, it's all right. It's end of the year. See, yeah, busy. everybody's uh, busy and chilling. And well, I don't feel bad for Frank. Saw it. No. no, there's no, there's no reason to ever feel bad for him. Don't no. feel bad about Red White. Don't feel bad about Manfred. Well. Which is, like, it's kind of kudos to Ace Attorney that they're, like, really good at making villains. Like, there's some sympathetic villains, but, you know, for the most part, the villains are just bad and you hate them and that's what you want. Sometimes that's what, sometimes I don't want a sympathetic villain. Sometimes I just want a bad guy. Yeah, and I feel like Marvel does that a lot. You know, like, the superhero franchise is kind of like, what if this and that? And, like, don't you want to think about it? And it's like, sometimes I just want the bad guy to get punched. Yeah, sometimes I just want to punch the bad guy. Um, Especially because we just saw Star Wars. I just saw Star Wars. And, you know, I don't want a sympathetic villain with the redemption arc sometimes. (laughs) 
Um, who else is there? Uh, let's see. We got, well, we have Gant. Oh, um. I don't feel bad for Gant. That... No, Gant, I I've, I've distinctly, like, if we were going to rank worst of the worst, Gant's in the top five. Like, oh, yeah, he's there top is three. no sympathy for Gant. No. His is all manipulative, mm-hmm. like, really tough motives. Yeah. Or just, like, really, like, winning motives. Like, I gotta win. I gotta be number one. Um, don't feel bad for Acro. Don't feel bad for Matt on guard. Shelly the Killer's not a villain. He's a hero. <laughs> I need to put <laughs> this what, out there. That is what Tony said to me on the way here, is that, like, his his answer to that question is Shelly the Killer. <laughs> and no, he's not a villain. He's a hero. He is a he is a assassin for hired who has morals. And they're assassin morals. Which I think I wouldn't phrase it as sympathy. Like, the fr- the emotion that I feel towards Shelly the Killer, the emotions, uh, none of them are sympathy. Like, I don't feel bad for Shelly in any way. There's nothing to feel bad for. Exactly. <laughs> he's living his best life. <laughs> uh, do I disagree with it? Yeah, but, like, he's doing it. Uh, respect. <laughs> respect. <laughs> respect. Respect that man. Uh, don't feel bad for Dahlia. We can come back to Godot. He's still kind of top sympathy for me. But at the same time, like... He's designed to be, though, too. Like, I mean, like... So which cultivated. Is, that's what writing is. I yeah. mean, like, that's not like, oh, uh, you're playing right into the hands of the writers. Like, no, he is designed to be sympathetic. So it is... It is lot. It's normal that you feel sympathy for him. They've written him that way. Yeah. Uh, Luke at me. Don't feel anything except hatred. No, fuck Luke at me. Honestly, like that dude <laughs> just wanted fame. He was doing it for the for the vine, basically, <laughs> to, to date myself. Now that we're twenty twenty, bring back doing it for the vine. Kristoff, <laughs> uh, I don't feel bad for. Uh, Magnify, I don't feel bad for because he killed himself. <laughs> Yeah, no, Magnify I'm devoid of sympathy for. Because he was an asshole to his daughter, like, he tried to control her life, and he was an asshole to his apprentices, even though they were only in it for the power. Like, I don't feel bad for them, because they were in it for the, the mo- money and the fame and the, the yeah. magic. Um, and he was an asshole as his very dying breath left his <laughs> old man body. He was, he did it with assholery. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm gonna real, really torture those fucks. I Bam. mean, basically because his pool of, like, being a dick to people that we know of is so small. But ultimately, his, well, he's they, the same as Gant in that, in those They retconned Green Guy, though. They retconned yeah, Robert right. Downey Jr.'s son, and he was a dick to Robert Downey Jr.'s son. Like, they yeah. retconned a guy in specifically so Magnifi could be a dick to him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they did, and he was. So, yeah, like, Magnify might be like not as bad as Gant, but like he was a dick to Apollo. <laughs> he was his, bad. his daughter had a son that he said, "Get rid of it." <laughs> He's bad. He's terrible. Uh. Did Zack actually kill anyone? No, right? But did he? No, but he was an asshole. No, I mean, yeah, he's not good, but... He... I don't think he killed anyone. I guess... Well, we're coming back... Yeah, let's come back around to... He ran... He, a, he was almost found guilty of killing Magnifi. We know that he didn't actually kill Magnifi, but the evidence did not show he didn't kill Magnifi. So he was almost found guilty of killing Magnifi, right? That's yeah. why he ran away. Right. And then he comes back to, to talk to Phoenix, and he is not... He does not kill anyone in that case. He is killed. Right. He was a dick to Val, and he was generally a dick to everyone in his life. Yeah. Um, and he left his daughter with no support system. 
Yeah, no, he's he's a bad dude. He's a bad dude. I don't know if he's a villain. I guess what's our definition of villain in Ace Attorney? Well, we were going with murderers, but as like I, as like I look people, people who are guilty of the crime. Right. Right. That's kind of what we're going for. Right. And in terms of like, if we're ranking the baddies, right? Like up there is Gant, Manfred, Magnafi, apparently. <laughs> I feel like there's something about Zach that maybe is redeemable but maybe i'm just like trying to think i'm like well he's not as bad as magnafi but uh, it wasn't really anything redeemable about zach he looked good in the white suit <laughs> he looked good his fashion sense. and i want to say like i feel like he did love trucy but then he dropped her like real quick i think he did love trucy but here's the like he's a deadbeat dad right like he's he's a real deadbeat but he got her to the age of seven or whatever competently yeah dropped her like a sack of potatoes but he came back he did. And I don't remember the reason he came back is the is the only problem. is Did he come back because he wanted to be a good dad and parent Trucy? Or did he come back because he knew that Valent had a secret envelope full of magic tricks that will make millions of dollars that he was going to give to Trucy? Or was he going to keep it? Valent? Valent was going to give it to Trucy. Oh, was he? Okay. Yeah. Because he did. He ultimately did. Valent doesn't go to prison no, or no. kill anyone. Val- Valent gets a lot of shit, and I feel bad for Valent. But did, did, um, what did, didn't Phoenix get something from Max? Was it the tricks? Was it the magic tricks? Because Trucy has the book. Now, yeah. Because it's possible that he came back to give Trucy the magic tricks. Yeah, we never really get a clear answer of what he's up to. I certainly haven't played Apollo Justice in so long. Yeah, and that's that's probably my fault. I think but. it's okay. I think the the him. I think Zach could have redeeming qualities, and but he is killed too fast. You know what I mean? Like he is killed before he is able to become uh, redeemable. Redeemable. Like everything you know, everything we know about him is pretty much off screen. Yeah. So I guess he doesn't make my top five, but he definitely... No, he's not top five. Like, he's outranked by most murders. Yes, absolutely. I'm trying to see everyone else in this case. Is Sparks Brushel a villain? (laughs) He's a villain for me. Like, in my my life, if you were to tally the villains, Sparks Brushel is one of them. Um, Now, in Edgy's game... Does anyone stand out to you as that guy who won't let you win? The old guy, <laughs> the his old, name I can't remember. The like diplomat, yeah, uh, Quercus Alba. If Edgy is, if it's from Edgy's perspective, Old Bag is a villain. <laughs> I don't feel any sympathy for her. No, for she's sure. not a sympathetic villain. But there, who's the bad guy in the case where that kid was kidnapped? That adult man, where the adult man was kidnapped. Yeah, yeah, the adult man who's the son of Earlobe's guy. Yeah. I don't remember. Was he kidnapped by himself? Was it like a oh, ruse to get the ransom? Lansamano. Yeah, he kidnapped himself. Yeah, all right. That kid, he sucks. No sympathy there. Yeah. That adult man. Sorry. He's an adult man. He's 21. Yeah, he's an adult man. <laughs> an adult man I have no sympathy for. Do we want to talk about Bobby? The Phantom, really? I don't think he... Does he rank? So real Bobby was killed by Phantom. Right. I don't have sympathy for the Phantom. I don't have any sympathy for the Phantom because he's also a murderer for hire, but he doesn't do it. He has no class. No Unlike class. Shelly the killer. No class and no respect. 
no class, no respect, but, like, now let's... Because I guess I'm also simultaneously making top five worst villains. Does he make the cut? No. He does a lot of things that are dubious, double-sided, and questionable, but for me, Bobby never sticks to landing. The Phantom never sticks to landing quite. And also just... The, I feel like the Phantom was Ace Attorney's one attempt to make a sympathetic, like, like a, a sympathetic murderer. Not like Godot. Like, I mean, Godot, they yeah. did it, but I mean... Um, where you're supposed to kind of feel bad for him at the end because he doesn't know who he really is. Uh, I didn't, And it though. didn't... No, I didn't. I didn't care. Like, you know, it's not like I didn't care about what was happening, but it was more like he was like, I don't know what my real face looks like. And you're like, punk, right? Like, you're like, <laughs> he's such a jabroni. <laughs> yeah, no, he really fucking was. Um, so I... Okay, so when I say it's their one attempt, I mean, I'll say, like, I think that's probably Ace Attorney's one attempt that they failed at to make a villain sympathetic. Right, right, right. Um, other people in this game... Aristotle means... Aristotle means no sympathy. No sympathy. No one died in the whale case. Who? In Jinxie's case, who was the murderer? Um, good question. Was it Flower Guy? Yeah, it was Fla- It was the Joker. Flower, like, Perfume the Joker. Perfume Joker. Flor- Florence LaBelle. Yeah. He was the murderer in that case. I don't have sympathy for him either. Yeah, not a lot of people. Athena's game did not have a lot of... Sympathetic. The villains did not quite land in most of this. Like, Aristotle's mean was like a... He's a scary dude at the a scary, end. A scary dude, like, fuck him up with his with his push-broom mohawk, but, like, he was your very classic, like, I'm a villain, blah. Yeah, blah. Villain, which I was fine with, like, not not shitting on that at all, just, like, the, the villains weren't very complex, I would say, because they were trying really hard with Bobby. Yeah. And just it, slightly to the left didn't quite work. Um, And then in SOJ... It's interesting that, Bo- like, the Phantom and Mimi Mini mm-hmm. are similar in the face-changing thing. But, like, Mimi is, is you feel sympathy for her because she, she the circumstances were terrible. And then every yeah. day she has to look at her sister's face and think about what she's done. And that's yeah. fucked, right? Like, but the Phantom, he's like, whatever. <laughs> you know? new, and new and it's clear he has no remorse or feelings of shame or anything about what he has done or is doing it's clear that he spends years as bobby fulbright and he's frustrated by that because he's wasting his time because he cannot dispose of everyone who knows that the phantom was involved right it's it's clear that his his feelings every day are not like wow i'm a fucking monster his feelings are like i need to be done with this faster you kind of push any back like a little higher up on my sympathy (laughs) list actually (laughs) That's fucked. It is. I have a lot of feelings. I don't know if I feel any sympathy, but it is sadness. Yeah, no, I feel really bad for me, 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 me. Guitar Man, I, God, I'm sorry, everyone, that I have this podcast. And I can't remember anyone's name. Uh, Peace and Lubbin and Understanding. Well, yeah, you, of course you didn't remember Peace, Lubbin, and Understanding. <laughs> I'm sorry. You can't remember the names from SOJ because they're fucked, okay? <laughs> I can remember Pokemon names better than I can remember <laughs> SOJ names. And I have a Pokemon called Carcoal, okay? <laughs> and then the Robert Downey Jr. son. I don't really feel bad for him. No, but he's great. I, I feel the respect, I think, for Robert Downey Jr. son. Like, I don't feel bad for him getting fired from Magnifi's Troop because he's better off. Like, Everyone it's, is. It's like somebody getting fired from a toxic-ass workplace. It's like, yeah, you did get fired and you have to deal with that for the rest of your life on your resume. But, like, aren't you way better now? 
instead he just spent his entire life being angry and salty about bitter, it. Bitter, yeah. Which, like, same, bruh. I'm angry and salty about a lot of things, yeah. but I don't... I don't have a successful TV company, though, so, like, fucking count your blessings. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about how Believe is a badass and also uh, is exempt from being a villain. Uh, who was the murderer in the Soba Noodle? The clown girl. It no, was clown not girl. The, I, I fucking hate clown no, girl. No, she's a April this May. Is, so the problem with that case was that um, it was too Japanese for me to be able to relate to because she was bitter because she's not going to inherit the uh, the play the, the secret essentially like the, the secret s- yeah of doing the theater technique right right what's it called the um. Uh, Rakugo? Rakugo. Yeah. So, like, she's not going to inherit the secret Rakugo theater technique, either, even though it's her blood right to do so because she's descended from the... the Taif- Tafu Tornado. The, yeah, Tornado family, clan, or whatever. And she's not going to get it because she's shitty at it. And somebody else is better at it. And I have... And I don't... Like, I feel like this is a real cultural thing. Because, like, being able to understand wanting to inherit your family's... Your birthright. birthright. Yeah, your birthright. Cannot relate. Cannot like, can't, relate. I can't. I just can't relate. Sorry. Like, my family's shit. <laughs> They're not shit. But I don't have anything to inherit. And I also think that somebody more competent deserves... Like, nepotism is not something that I think is cool. You no, know? we it's, are actually very against that as a culture, I would say. I, we would be, except we're not. Well, like, well, we're all... Everyone who's not, in, like, getting... That nepotism benefits sit here be angry about it. Yeah, yeah, that's, I'll say that. Like, we, American culture is not nepotistic in theory. Like, the right. w- the American dream, et cetera, et cetera, right? Yes. The things that we pretend are our culture are anti-nepotism. Correct. <laughs> uh, we don't need to go into that too much more. Um, okay, so now we're hitting the end of... Well, there's there's the bonus case, but I don't think the villain in the time travel case was sympathetic. No. Now let's talk about because these are everyone towards the end of this last case is kind of a villain. So let's let's give <laughs> this a little bit of time. Okay. So we have Garon. She's the the actual villain. Garon is a big chunky villain. She a chunky villain. She yeah. would make my top five in villains actually. Yeah. No, Garon's like worthy of the top five. Yeah. She rewrites the law at her own whim. She. Now I don't want to like say who she killed and who she didn't kill because I'm not quite sure. But she pretends to be her sister for. For for a while. Long time. Or, like, she pretends to have the powers of her sister. Right. So she's lying to a lot of people. She stole her sister's daughter. She stole her sister's daughter. Fucked. That's fucked. It's real fucked. Um, she fakes her sister's death. Uh, tries to... Try, sets a house on fire. Yeah, yeah. Um, kills Jove Justice. That's right. She killed Jove Justice. Took Amara away and then had Dirk arrested. Then... Then lies to her sister and convinces her to stay hidden, and then like also performs spirit channelings for her, mm-hmm. and then like lives that fucking whole long complicated lie, and then uses Rafa and then uses Neyuda as well. Yeah, no, she's terrible. And then um, just kind of lucked didn't luck out with uh, with Inga here. So I think she makes my top five. There's no sympathy at all for her, but she's cold and calculated in that Gant Manfred way. Yeah. She was just really annoying to deal with because of 
the culture of her country. Yeah, she was she was hard to deal with, but yeah, no, I think she she and she is so successful at using people for so long. Like, yeah, that's the, every day. It's more evil, right? Like, <laughs> you get more evil points every day. She really was. Um, Inga was also like also evil. I would say he married he married yeah, her. Inga but... was Inga was evil. I think in the way that that Zach. Um, Gamma Ray is Gamma evil. Ray is evil. Like, like, not in a, like, a selfish evil. Yes. Right? Like, a selfish, uh, only out for yourself, dead be dead villainy. But he actually did love Rafa. Yes. And I will, that's, like, his one redeeming thing, which, like, yeah. we know Inga loved Rafa. We don't know that Zack loved Trucy. We don't know <laughs> Zack loved Trucy. We feel like he did. But did he? Well, he had the locket. That's how. Oh, that's yeah, the that's... signifier that we're supposed to believe that he loved Trucy is because he had Trucy's picture in a locket. Gotcha. Okay, I did forget about the locket, but because um... Phoenix steals, and he it. wants to kill Garon, which is pretty badass. The, yeah, no, like I think that Inga is more developed than Zack is. <laughs> yes, there was more time, but I feel like yeah, they're not top five. I don't think he's only sympathetic, like a sympathetic villain, but. I, I, res- I, I am giving you respect points in some regard. A little, but also his job was killing people. Yeah. His his job was signing death warrants. Yeah, and he liked it. And a he lot. loved it. Neyuta's not a villain. No. He's if if he's I a villain he, if we're saying prosecutors are villains. He's a poor unfortunate soul. I'll put him in yeah. this category with, with uh Vera and Viola. <laughs> yeah. I've just made a lot of categories today. I feel like I'm doing an unraveled. <laughs> That's okay. Stick it to the wall. <laughs> Um, oh, no, actually, I, I was like, oh, pain. Pain's nothing. Pain's <laughs> nothing. relief. Pain's nothing. Pain's a learning curve. So I guess, I guess uh, that's, that's all the games that we've played. So narrowing it down, people who murder self-defense, I can't, I, I have sympathy for because they're not villains. Yeah. Godot was so well constructed to have all of the sympathy in the world for him. And I do. But Amy just, like, kind of, like... <laughs> kind of topped out the list. Kind of topped out the list there. But our first candidate was a self-defense. So are you eliminating the self-defense? I am going to eliminate the self-defense because I think you're right. That doesn't make you a villain. So it's probably... From our discussion, it's probably... Well, we didn't talk about Morgan Faye. Uh, I mean, we can, but I... I mean, she's an easy to eliminate one. She might be in your in your tops list because she's a bad lady. Yeah, I don't have any sympathy for Morgan Faye. I understand what she's doing, but it's one of those like it's not the American dream. That's not how it's, life it's works. It's still too Japanese. Still for too, her. It's too Japanese for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> My Morgan. daughter must be on top of the throne. Like, yeah, all right. Yeah. Um, and then she ruins. She does ruin a fuck ton of people's life. Uh, mm-hmm. she is she in my top five villains? I guess we'll let, let's. So who's your top candidate, I guess? Top villain or top sympathetic? sympathetic? Let's close out that one. And it can't be a self-defense murderer. I mean, if you would like to argue that, like, it's still DeVasquez. Because it's probably it be still DeVasquez. And here's why. is because Eenie Meenie's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. It's true. No, and she's made to, she's meant to be annoying. Yeah. Which is why you're supposed to not necessarily realize she's a murderer. Because she's Cause too she's ditzy. She's ditzy. Um, yeah, I mean, in-game for actual... Vil- like actual villains and Dave Vasquez does have shady things and is not necessarily a good person well but uh, so but. honestly I think the reason why I like Dave Vasquez so much and I feel so much sympathy for her is also because she is all of those things give her depth like she's a very deep character yeah even for a one-off case because that's a one-off it is and they like really fleshed her out 
a lot. And yeah. I, you know, like, props. So I would I would say, like, yeah, playing through the games, D. Vasquez, still kind of a villain, um, but much more sympathetic than Eenie Meenie. The, the picture you painted me of her, though. Of Eenie Meenie. Of Eenie Meenie. Real fucks. I feel a lot of sympathy for I, that. I do feel a lot of sympathy for that picture, but that hinges on the fact that I believe she looks in the mirror every day and thinks about what she's done. That's true. And I don't know if that's the case. I think she does. Yeah, how could you not? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think the Phantom did, right? <laughs> right, well, but, the like, it's kind of clear from their characters, I think. Yeah. That one of them carries guilt and one of them doesn't. Yeah. Um, and I still really do feel for Godot, but do I think he is the most sympathetic? It's hard for me to have this uh, sympathy for him because he's like, well, gonna just murder and take my revenge on all these people because fuck all that. And they, and the here's why, too, is because, like, he's smart and we know that he's smart. Mm-hmm. We've watched him be smart. And so when he behaves in that unhinged manner, you're like, you're better than this. You know, like, it's good. You're better than this from being smart. And I know a lot of people don't like Godot as a character, period, because of his, him being sexist. Yeah. And so that, I know, turns a lot of people off. But also, I think, really, him being an absolute dumbass, when (laughs) when we know he's smart. It does, yeah, it does affect it. Takes points away. So, uh... I guess if if you allow self-defense, then D. Vasquez's are most sympathetic. And if you don't, then Michelle's specific version of Mimi. <laughs> Mimi or Mimi. I can't remember Mimi, which Mimi, is Mimi. which. Mimi, Mimi. We talk to, we talk to quote-unquote, Eenie all the time. So yeah, Mi- so Mimi, Mimi. Um, which is awful to say. Yeah, no, annoying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will, that, 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 let's do my top five villains since... Yeah, let's do your... I'm not prepared to do my top five I villains. I haven't been prepared. I but, just, like, came yeah. through this. So... So the ones that we've definitely settled on were Garon, Gantz, Manfred, and Magnafi. Top or those are my top four. Do you want to throw another for a five list? I'm trying to think who's who hits five and Would then it be, ranking so them. Morgan is a big bad, like a series big bad. Red White is a is a series ramification big bad. Shelley don't count. He's too he's too res, uh, too much respect. I the, can do a top three and then have to eliminate No, one. who's, um, Madame Guard, really? Madame Guard's pretty, is a pretty pivotal villain. Because of the high, like, he's, the reason at the end of two is so emotionally high is because he's the one who is. Or Kristoff. Kristoff is a good contender for top five. The problem is we should have some resolution. Like, if we had more resolution to the events of Apollo Justice, we would get more info about Kristoff, but instead we don't. Like, even with Clavier, we see Clavier being fucked up, but we don't know what the... But but Kristoff but is is so much of a villain that you are not allowed to understand his motivations. Yeah. What if we made this the homework question? Oh, yeah. Top five villains. Fill out my, fill out my fifth villain, essentially. Okay. And if you want to argue with one of my four, by all means. I have to... Yeah. I, I'm not prepared here to rank them. Because I don't know what order I'd... I have to think about... So how about instead order. of this? How about everybody gives the worst... Their worst. Their worst. Here's your worst villain. Tell us who is the worst and why. And if all of you send in Von Karma, that's not helpful. So I guess <laughs> we should open it up. So, like, send us your worst villains or your top five contender lists. Or your top three. If you guys or want to do three. top three. Yeah. Send us as many or as few villain lists as you want. But give us a little blurb so that way we can figure out Stephanie's top five. Yeah. And then I will rank them for next time. 
It's a good way to end the year, I feel. Yeah. Talk about bad guys. Let's let's Ruminate. clean for for January 2020. We're just gonna clean out the closet <laughs> of all the badness. <laughs> Put them in a nice little line, number them, put a little plaque on yeah. them, and let them just sit in the sit in the light. Yeah, and then and then we can start Ace Attorney's best year ever, best decade ever. Hey, is what Capcom, you said. come on, twenty twenty, twenty twenty. Let's get it done. A um, new game, I mean, a, a new, new game. Uh, let's please. get a new game oh, done. Please. I I beg you, I beg you. Uh, Barclay also did a late homework assignment. Do you want to talk about that real quick? Sure. Just real quick. Just real quick. Uh, this is late homework for who to delete. Who right? to delete, okay. yes. Um, uh, so this is deleting Bobby Fulbright is what Barclay had said. Bo- uh, Bar- Bobby Fulbright isn't the character that would be really be deleted. It'd be the Phantom. So the clarification there. We never see the real Bobby. So there's no reason to get rid of him. The problem yeah. is the Phantom. Then deleting the Phantom causes, causes the loss of essentially an entire game. Dual Destiny's entire plot is based on what the Phantom has been doing. We lose Athena as a lawyer, though, because she was inspired to become someone because of Simon's imprisonment. Yeah. And that was due to Athena's mother dying, which the Phantom she caused. Lived. yeah. Uh, so it also avoids the explosion in the courtroom. And um, um, so in character, that means Gai- Gai- Gaiax. 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 <laughs> assumingly the happy ever after. We never get to see them as players unless Clay and Apollo's friendship would actually be, actually be important. important or visible. <laughs> And then uh, a few highlights from her gut reaction. He just delete the purple, the green and purple gamma ray. Fuck that guy. I don't even remember this goddamn name. Something with a V, <laughs> Valent, look, V-I-D-K, or one of Apollo's seven dads. <laughs> <laughs> but which of Apollo's seven dads? <laughs> uh, what if we just got a roulette wheel? Thought, fuck that ventriloquist dude from the Big Top case, Max Galactica one. He sucks. <laughs> it can very little of the case from what the, I remember. Yeah, but, um... Ben, ben and Triloquist. Yeah. Uh, I love this medium of sending me screenshots of your, your thought process, <laughs> Barclay. It's just like looking at shit float posts. I love it. Uh, hey, can I hit you with Wendy Oldbag? You can hit us <laughs> yeah, with Wendy. Yeah, delete Wendy. Wendy. That's, fine. That's we, fine. I think we discussed that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we did. So uh, this is late, late homework. Assignment. We accept late homework because it's something else to talk about. Yeah. So thank you, Barclay. Thank you, um, Maddie. Maddie and everybody for emailing us. And uh, please continue to email us at, at objecttothispodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we'll check our Tumblr as well. Objecttothis.tumblr.com. Rate review us on Apple Podcasts. Find us on uh, Podbean. Yeah, Podbean's our new home. I think it's podbean.com slash objecttothis. Or just go to Podbean and search objecttothis. Just search for us. Yeah. It's fine. We're there. We're around. Put us on iTunes or whatever. Rank us on iTunes. Nobody's done that in a while. <laughs> Be nice. Thanks, Dark Shadow Rage 2 off the YouTubes for our theme song, Hey Pal, Detective Gumshoe Remix. And thanks, Shadow Maestro or Michelle for the end. I don't know, one of us. Thanks, guys. <laughs> keeping this keeping this train alive. Uh, in the meantime, I'm Stephanie. I'm Michelle. And that was Object to This, so why don't you object to that? <laughs> Looking out for a place to go.